Good evening, everyone. It's once again a big privilege to be here and once again fight against this language. I'm trying to learn. I'm, 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 I'm being honest with you. I'm trying to learn to speak the proper English. And uh, God is good. And uh, I believe that one day, maybe in a few years, I can learn. So let's try. Uh, I was singing with you. I was singing with you now. And uh, in the first one that we heard, the first part of these uh, verses of Revelation, the song that we, we heard about how worthy is Jesus. How worthy is the Lamb? And uh, I like to challenge, I like to ask you questions, I like to bring questions to think, to every one of us to think. And for us, how much worthy really is Jesus? How much worthy of our lives? He is worthy to open the book, he's worthy to sit in the throne, he's worthy to be there, but how much worthy Jesus is in our lives. When we are there in that situation, in our balance against our own will and God's will, how is the weight of this worthy of Jesus Christ? So it's always good to think about these things when we are looking to our own lives. A few years ago I heard a song in Portugal. It was a song that one church from there, a servant of God from there, wrote this song. And this song in Portuguese is wonderful, it's so beautiful. And since the first time I heard that song, always, when I can hear it again, hear again, it comes to my heart and pushes me against the wall of my, 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 my thoughts, of my faith. And I try to translate, and uh, the first part of the song says this, this, this thing, this, these words. I want to be faithful in this walk, walk with you, with a real love, without pretending my faith, to live what I believe, don't speak what I don't live. I want to be faithful. I want to speak about things that I believe and I live. I don't want to speak about things that I just know, but it's not part of my life. It's what this song, this song says to us. And I have tried every day to understand the value of talking, speaking. Not only the voice, but things that we speak. Things that we talk, express my ideas, my concepts. And I love to do this. It doesn't matter the language. I love to speak. I love to talk. I love to try to convince people about my ideas, my thoughts. It's amazing how many times we are willing to express our opinion on the most diverse subjects. And we do not worry about the source of our opinion. Where did this position come from? How did I come to this conclusion? Sometimes conclusions that we defend so strongly and even aggressively sometimes. Is this position consistent with what I claim to believe? 
Is it consistent with the position of the one I call Lord? The Word of God is filled with warnings, guidance, and tips of uh, wisdom on the wisdom, wisdom of speaking at the right time and hearing more than speaking. To speak what needs to be said, to be said, and in this way bring glory to the Lord. I have two passages, small, just two verses here in Proverbs. And one of these ones are Proverbs 15, 23, and says, And man finds joy in giving an apt reply, and how good is a timely word. It's a good tip. It's a good aware. But I have another one that is so interesting for me. 25, the same Proverbs, the chapter 25, Verse 11, a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Interesting verses. And we have a lot of others guidance for us. One word said in its time is worth a coin. But the silence in due time is worth it too. This is in the Talmud, the wisdom of the Jewish people. The rules from them. More than a word, our attitude shows us and the others around us who we really are. When we act more than when we speak, we show ourselves to people around us. They, this act, the way we act and live will influence those around us in a much more powerful way than what we simply say. The way we live needs to reflect the hope that is given by the word that I say is the truth of my life. Is the word of that one that I call Lord, my Savior, God Almighty is the truth. In the last weeks we have heard about Jesus Christ, a Christ who gave his life so that I may have life, who died but was not overcome by death, who was resurrected and is alive to be my best friend and we sing his is here. Jesus is my best friend. And not only this, but this Jesus will return to take those who have him as Lord and Savior. I don't know about you, but when I heard that, that those words, talking about that lamb that is worthy, about things that we will see in the future, my heart was beating so strong here. Just thinking about the things that are to come and the promises that we have from this Jesus. The same one. This was the same message to those who lived that time, in Jesus' time, who were witnesses of all that Jesus taught and lived, practical things. It's the same message also from those who continue to spread this message 
message of hope to the ends of the earth. Message that has reached us today. And what we heard this morning, or during these last weeks, about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Hope. What is our hope? In what we believe? What are we expecting? What is your hope for Wednesday? What is my hope for 15 minutes after this? What is our hope for life? What do you think is my hope for Cooper? <laughs> my grandson. The first one. Wow. We are talking about this. What is our hope for our children? What do you share? What do we speak? How do you show to the people around us about hope? About to believe in these things that we read here. About to believe in the things that we sing here. Everything is in the Word of God. And we say that we believe in this Word. But how much of this brings hope to our hearts? Dead people at that time. How did they live? How did they cope with their difficulties? How did they influence those who surrounded their lives? Where did they look for strength to overcome, overcome the moments of pain? About trying to learn the value of talking. I try to give more time to this word to talk to me. More than what I try to talk to others. Or I try to speak to others. How much of this word of God we can listen, really listen, when we read the Bible? We are not familiar to read the long passages in the sermons, in our time together. And I will ask George to help me to read a long part of the Bible. It's a big one. It's the first letter of Peter. Please, George. It's the first letter of Peter, the first chapter, from the verse 3 until the verse 3 of chapter 2. Almost 25 verses. Oh, almost 25. Thank you, George. I don't want to be critic, but maybe for some of us, this is the biggest part of the Bible that we'll read this week. Maybe we are not, maybe we are not so familiar with read the Bible for a long time. Or try to understand this passage by ourselves. By the guidance of the Holy Spirit in our lives. When we think about speak and try to explain things, we are exposing ourselves. We are putting ourselves to the appreciation of the one who is hearing us. So today I thought that, okay, let's let the Word of God speak more than I, more than my poor and student English. But this is the Word of God. And this is what Peter said or wrote. Peter wrote his letters to the church spread in Asia that time. The first church, the beginning of what we call church. For them, it was a time of persecution and death. 
just because of the name of Jesus Christ. Just because of the practice of the values of Jesus Christ. Peter tries with this letter in those letters to comfort that people and remind of the living hope that God had given them. For us, the sense is so profound for our lives that make us think about what kind of faith we live, what kind of hope, I ask again, we have. It's a resume of everything that they need to know at that time to resist, to be strong, to look further to Jesus Christ, into the promise that we heard here about the Lamb that is worthy, that is worthy. From the verses 3 to 5, Peter's words revive the meaning of Jesus' sacrifice. The gospel of the good news is the basic one. Jesus is this one. The salvation we have in Christ, the holiness we seek in Him and His love, and the new life that we present to the world as a witness of this love that has been given us. How the world can see Jesus in our lives. How can we share hope with the world around us? How can we have a good word to somebody that needs hope? Have you experienced this hope? Have you filled your heart with this hope, your life with this hope? Into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade kept in heaven for you, the verse 4 says. Peter walks verse by verse to announce and remind us who Jesus is and who we are and that he will come back. We talk so much about this, about live, about live and death and resurrection and to come back. How much of this we put in our lives every morning to feed us to this day? To the things that we will face in that day? How much of this hope we have? From the verses 6 to 9, he shows us that even in tough and difficult moments, difficult times we are going through, we are perfected. Perfected is okay? Perfected? In this, in these moments, in these situations, in everything that we live, in order to demonstrate in ourselves, in our lives, the glory of the Lord. Sometimes in, is in your most hard, hard times, the most difficult times that we live, that people can see the love, the mercy and the grace of God in our lives. When we are suffering, when we are in pain, but in the way we react, people can see Jesus in our lives. For a little while, you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials, but this will bring 
we result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. The verse 6 said, forged in the fire, in the hard moments, moments that sometimes are so long, so many years, and bring glory to, glory to, to God after these moments. From the verses 13 to 21, Peter opens before us a number of warnings and guidelines that make us tremble, tremble, shake ourselves for the responsibility that is given to us. Be holy. Be holy because I am holy. It's God who is telling this to us. It's our God, the God Almighty. The Holy God is telling us to be holy, like Him. Oh, how small we are when we're thinking these things. How fragile we are when we're thinking this holiness. How far we are from this. Be holy, because I'm holy. But at the same time, Peter makes us fill our hearts with courage. Courage, knowing that what gives us strength to be holy is the Lord Jesus himself. Is this Jesus who gave himself for us and supplies? Supplies everything that we need. And mainly supplies us with faith and hope again in our God Almighty. He, Jesus Christ, put hope in our hearts. Through Him, through Him, you believe in God, who raised Him from the dead and glorified Him. And so, your faith and hope are in God. The verse 21. Our hope is in nothing less than Jesus. Cannot be anywhere different of Jesus. Where, again I ask, is our hope? From the verse 22 until the end, until the verse 3 of chapter 2, we can think, if we evaluate our lives in the face of what the Word of God shows us and repeats with some insistence, day after day, sermon after sermon, word after word, we will see that we must be authentic, true, unfeigned. Unfeigned? Do you know this word? Unfeigned? That's right. With no pretending, with no something like this. Unfeigned. Yeah, difficult word for Google. Without hypocrisy, this you know. Without masks. No disguise. We need to be different from those who proclaim one thing and leave another. Authentic Christians, authentic servants, authentic men and women. Not a character, somebody that we created 
or learn to be. To be authentic is not to do what I want to do, but to live what I truly have received from the Lord Jesus. Hope. Hope in God. So that by it, by the real food of God, you may grow up in your salvation. By this word, but what we received from Jesus, we can grow, we can be perfected, we can be mature, we can be real Christians. One of, the, one of the things that I suffer here, and please don't get me wrong, when I look to the Christianism in this country, is the superficiality of this word for many of us. How is so common, so familiar, so to everybody that nobody is. How far from the real meaning of this word we have been living when we think that we are Christians. When we live and act in this way, despite all the struggles and difficulties that we have, or those that we will live in the future, we will grow. We will grow to the glory of the Lord and His alone. Fed by His word and forged by His fire. These are not my words. It's something that we read here. It's something from the word that we know when we believe that is the truth of God. Looking at our time, looking at the human being, looking at the society that surrounds us, looking at me, myself. I can clearly say that it's not easy to live that way. It's not easy to live like the Word of God asks us to live. You know why? Because it's death. It's death of my nature. nature. It's death of my ego. It's death of myself. Every day. Every day I'm dying to have Jesus living in my life. Every day in my decisions I need to have hope to kill my own will and let Jesus live in my life. But this is the challenge. This is the biggest challenge that we have to put our, eye, our eyes on Christ, on the promise made to us and on the hope that has been given to us. Hope. What are you expecting for tomorrow? What are you expecting for the next month? What are you expecting for your life in the years to come? A living hope was given to us. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, He is, he is and always will be with us, walking with us, abiding in us. He is our strength. He is everything that we need. He is our life. Speak a little less and live a little more. 
Maybe it's this that we need. It's this thing that we need. Just trying to stop talking things that we don't live and try to live things that could show Jesus to the people. Preaching to the world, the word, the true message of salvation that we have in Jesus with and through our own lives. One statement that is sometimes given to Francis of Assis, sometimes to Thomas de Aquino, sometimes to other theologians, is preach the gospel. If you need, use words. Sometimes we speak too much. Sometimes we talk too much. And we have some lack of living. This word, this hope that was given to us in Jesus Christ, in our God, to our lives.